programming for Toronto's Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430, Fairchild Radio. Dear folks, I guess welcome to Keologus Crack here on a summer Saturday, May the 18th. And uh, glad you could join us here for the next hour. My uh, co-host, the second best co-host in Canada, is back in town. We're back. Woohoo! Tanned. You got you look like a great tan. You look like a pint of Guinness right now. <laughs> oh, that's very good. How Mark, was your trip yes. to Europe? Come on. Ah, it was brilliant. Now, absolutely fantastic. Love being on that continent, you know. And uh, the whole family had a great time. Did you uh, drink wine? Oh, a lot, a lot of Italian wine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> It's my new favorite now, yeah. it has to be said. And I even found a, a pub with Guinness in Italy, in a small little village. It's really? Great. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Everywhere. Really good. Oh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Good sponsor of ours, too. That's yes, great. Yes, indeed. Indeed they are, yeah. Lots of things happening in the community calendar, too, so we'll be talking about that in the Guinness community calendar of events. So, good mm-hmm. to be back, though. Feet good, good. Terra good. firma, you know. You know what I was looking at there just before uh, I left the house was the Eurovision is on tonight. It is in Malmo, Sweden. Malmo, Sweden. Yeah. And um, I was just thinking about how that must have changed over the years. That in the 70s, of course, or the 60s, there would have been one TV channel. So right. it would have been very popular. <laughs> in the 70s, maybe there was another couple of channels, but maybe two of them, two of the three would still have been showing the, uh, the Eurovision. But it's changed a lot over the years, and I just wonder if it has that same excitement in Ireland. But everybody seems to be rallying around Ryan Dolan's tune here as they one do, of the yeah, They do, yeah, uh, and just reading stuff uh, on the web. It sure seems like there's a bit of excitement on, yeah. on, on the different countries. Yeah, they're, they're, the format has changed for sure. Yeah, now they're, yeah. they have to qualify for a final and stuff like that, so... I'm sure people will be gathered around the box. It's complicated. It's like, it's like the GA now. They have a back door. Right? <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Lots of news, too, on the sporting front. Uh, rugby. Yeah. Big win for uh, your province, Leinster, yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Cheering them on. And uh, a, a main man in, in Irish rugby, Ronan O'Gara, retired. And he's off to Racing Metro, off to Paris. Where is he from, Ken? Uh, Where is well, he from? Well, he is, he is, he's from Cork now, because the Cork oh. listeners will be there. You know, oh, they'll be okay. listening now. But, but... Family ties back to Sligo. Why wouldn't there be? Great player like that. Uh, capped, you know, 240 times for Munster. Wow. And is the leading point scorer in, uh, in Heineken Cup. 1,365 points. Wow, wow. Incredible. Nah, he's a and there's a bit of a tie-in, you know, to a fella that we're going to have on the show today. Yeah. We're going to have... Now, he's an Irish legend, of course, Ron Nagara. We're going to have a Canadian rugby legend on this show. Al Sharon is on the show. And there is a nice little tie-in. You want to be listening to that interview. And we'll, okay. we'll, we'll confirm what that tie-in is with... Uh, with Al and Ronan when uh, when we have Al on, on the radio. Fantastic. Oh, a great man. And uh, you know what? Of course, he's over there to Race and Metro, and Johnny Sexton has signed a deal with Race and Metro. So O'Gara will be his kicking coach, oh, which very will be good. very interesting dynamic because, of course, they were were fighting for the, the number 10 spot on the Irish team for a long time. But they're, they're good pals, I hear. So it's all good. And on the golfing front, mm-hmm. McDowell qualified for the quarterfinals over in Bulgaria there. Yeah. He's, uh, he's one up on Nicholas Colsarts through uh, 15 right. holes right now. That'll so. be, we'll have that in the bag now by the end of the show. We will. And then uh, on the GAA front, a bit of hurling, huh? Yeah, my boys, boys are out against Antrim. 7 o'clock tonight. I don't know what Antrim know about hurling. How did they get into Leinster to begin with? Well, they're a long way from it. They are a long way from it, but, you know, and now I'm already one for one on my predictions, but I have to go against you on this now. Antrim, I think. You're picking Antrim. I think they are, yeah. Even though the, the game is in, in Port Leash, I, I'm going to have to go it's with like, Antrim. It's like, you know, are you picking them because of the colour of their jerseys or something <laughs> like that? Because it can't it can't be based upon hurling knowledge anyway. Oh, it is, of course. Why wouldn't it be? It's, it's all the, yellow. It's all that stuff. And uh, hey, now, switching, although it's a sport with sticks, the mm-hmm. Leafs. Yeah, oh, I was sad. I uh, I came close to crying. I didn't cry, oh. but that was just... It's one thing to lose, but to lose that way. I'm glad I, I wasn't so in the country. I'm glad I wasn't in the country. I think a shoe would have gone through the television mm. if I'd been watching that. The place was wild as well, Ken. Oh, I'd mad. say the town was, uh, yeah, something else. And then uh, from sticks to, to feet, mm-hmm. the premiership. Big Wraps wrap up, up tomorrow. 
Will your boys make it in? No, no, I don't. No. I can't see it happening. I'm usually an optimist, but uh, I can't see Newcastle going to sleep tomorrow. They'll, oh uh, they'll be out drinking pints tomorrow night. They don't care. Yeah, they don't think they do. Um, yeah. One uh, other thing on the sporting front, maybe. Yeah. Big ride coming up. Conquer yeah. cancer. Yes, yes. You, me, a couple other Irish fellas. Charlie Dorley. Yeah. Charlie, I hope you've been out training. He hasn't, no. I can tell you. Cormac Monaghan. But I need to train in more than anybody, <laughs> I think. I'm not worried about them, lads. <laughs> They're but both I, I on the to, team. Can I make the plug? Because you've already hit your number. Can I make a ah. plug to our listeners? Um, each each member of the team has to raise $2,500. Right. I've raised $2,200. i am $300 shy. Right. Some big money in this town. Yes. If you go to www.saturdayirishradio.com and you'll see a little link there to either sponsor Ken or sponsor Mark. Go right past the sponsor Ken one. Click on that. I'd love to get up to $2,500 so I can hit my number. And we've raised, by the way, as a team, yep. almost $50,000, you're saying. Amazing, yeah. It's uh, it's a great number. Yeah. And uh, I will allow the listeners to sponsor you then. Since Thank I've, you. I've well surpassed my sponsorship numbers. Thanks to all of those people out there who sponsored me. Uh, really greatly appreciate it. And uh, f- fantastic stories, by the way, you know, from people that were sponsoring me, sending me emails and stuff like that about family members and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, everyone's yeah, been touched by great it. Great shout out. Everyone's been touched by it. So a little birdie told us a story, huh? About yeah, a fella, now, huh? a fella, a fella who has a birthday um, this weekend. Actually, it's today. Um, Sean Gilroy's birthday is Come today. Come on, Sean. Yeah, Sean's Sean's birthday is today, and uh, I promised I wouldn't uh, say how old he is, and I won't because I don't think that's fair. A young fella, sure. He's a young fella, but um, he's uh, he's probably one of the most famous Irish actors in this city. He is. He's waiting for casting to start again on Cinderella Man Two, and. Um, now, he's been waiting a while, so he might have another few years to wait. But anyway, Sean, uh, happy birthday. And he had asked, I uh, said, one of the songs that he really liked was called Fiddler's Green. So here's Fiddler's Green. As I walked by the dark side one evening so fair To view the still waters and to take the salt air I spied an old fisherman singing his song Singing, take me away, boys, me time is not long Wrap me up in the oilskins and jumpers No more on the docks I'll be seen Just tell me, old shipmates, I'm taking a trip, mates I'll see you one day in Fiddler's Green Fiddler's Green is a place I've heard tell Where fishermen go if they don't go to hell And the weather is fair and the dolphins do play And the cold coast of Greenland is far, far away Wrap me up in me oilskins and jumpers No more on the docks I'll be seen Just tell me, old shipmates I'm taking a trip, mates And I'll see you one day in Fiddler's Green harp or a halo not me just give me a breeze and a good rolling sea and I'll play me all squeeze box as we sail along and the wind in the rigging will sing me a song wrap me up in the oilskins and jumpers no more on the docks I'll be seen Just tell me, old shipmates, I'm taking a trip, mates And I'll see you one day in Fiddler's Green And when you're on 
the dock and the long trip is through. There's pubs and there's grub and there's lassies there too. And the girls are all pretty and the beer is all free. And there's bottles of rum growing off every tree. Wrap me up in the oilskins and jumpers. No more on the docks I'll be seen. Just tell me all shipmates I'm taking a trip, mates. I'll see you one day in Fiddler's Green. Wrap me up in the oilskins and jumpers. No more on the docks I'll be seen. Just tell me, old shipmates, I'm taking a trip, mates. And I'll see you one day in Fiddler's Green. And I'll see you one day. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Chemfiltravel.com and irishtravel.ca are in the peak season for travel to Europe with some great deals. For example, fly Air Transit to Dublin June 3rd to June 11th for only $899, fully inclusive of $505 in taxes, or fly June 12th to the 23rd for only $989 inclusive. Or take the Irish Pub and Folk Tour, 8 nights, 14 meals from June 22nd to the 29th for $1,299 land only or air inclusive with taxes only $2334 per person twin share. And that's a savings of $432 per couple. Or take the Irish Legends Tour with a trip to the famous Aran Islands, 8 nights, 15 meals, June the 21st to the 30th, only $1,499 land only or air and taxes, inclusive $24.99 per person twin share. That's a savings of $580 per couple. Fly and stay seven nights, September 13th to the 21st in Cabra Castle Hotel for only $1,549 plus $505 in tax per person twin share. For all your Irish travel needs, check out irishtravel.ca. Or for your cruising or overall travel needs, check out kempfortravel.com. For deals like savings of $2,000 per couple on select Avalon European River Cruises, a vacation that takes you to the heart of historic places in luxury and comfort while giving you the time to relax and enjoy the scenery. Kempfield Travel and Irish Travel, call 416-489-2424. Right, I think on the line now we have the one and only Desmond Devoy. How are you today, Desmond? I'm doing fine yourself, guys. Very good, thanks. Very good. That's wonderful, wonderful to hear. Well, hopefully we're all enjoying the wonderful weather here today. And, uh, 
here I have the news from Ireland for today, and uh, here we go. Let's just jump right into it with the news that the bus, the strike at Bus Aaron is over, but it ended up costing the company's chief executive, literally. Martin Nolan's pay will fall from 189,000 euros to 184,000 under terms of an agreement hammered out midweek at the Labour Relations Commission. The state-owned company will have to contribute about 1 million euros in pay and non-pay savings as part of a deal which seeks to generate 5 million euros in reduced costs. Other company executives will also face pay cuts, a longer working week, and a reduction in annual leave. Members of the National Rail and Bus Union went out on strike on Sunday, suspending services that day and on Monday, but the action was suspended for 48 hours to allow for negotiations, allowing services to resume on Tuesday. The company has 2,500 employees and operates 300 routes. The new deal lasts until New Year's Day 2015. Well, it was a pretty bad week for the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast this week. First, a patient in his 50s who was on board an ambulance on his way to the hospital died in the, died in hospital after the ambulance he was riding in collided with a car on the Westlink Highway. The ambulance collided with a car near the Grosvenor Road Junction. The crew, three of whom were taken to hospital themselves, requested an additional ambulance to take the seriously ill patient the rest of the way, as well as for the 51-year-old female driver of the other car. Earlier in the week, there was more bad news when it came to light that 22-year-old Gerard Madden of West Belfast pled guilty in Crown Court to three counts of burglary at the, hospital last, at the hospital last October. He stole from three vulnerable patients, one of whom was sedated. One of his victims was Ken Reed, a senior political correspondent for UTV, who had his watch, cell phone and headphones stolen while he was sedated. Two other female victims, a pensioner and a double amputee, had their handbags and cell phones stolen. Well, in sports news this week, Irish rugby supporters will have one more year to rally around their superstar, Brian O'Driscoll, who confirmed that he has signed a one-year contract extension until the end of June 2014. The Centre for the Ireland, Leinster and Lions teams had appeared hesitant about calling it a day recently when his current deal expires. O'Driscoll made his senior Ireland and Leinster debuts in 1999. He has appeared 125 times for Ireland and 172 for Leinster, scoring 46 international and 59 Leinster tries. O'Driscoll has already won a Grand Slam, four Triple Crowns, three Heineken Cups, and two Celtic League Championships. Internationally, he'll be coached under new coach Joe Schmidt. Well, a Garda investigation and a report from the Irish government has found that no evidence of corruption into the quashing of penalty points from driver's licenses. The report found that, the report found that no Garda received any reward, monetarily or otherwise, for clearing demerit points off of licenses, often for politicians and well-known people. However, the report did find that some Gardaí were too, quote, liberal in complying with requests for leniency. Those who did not follow procedures may face disciplinary action. Fianna Foyle has called for the naming of penalty point evaders. While two Gardaí whistleblowers claim that there were tens of thousands of quashing cases, Justice Minister Alan Shatter claims that the number was closer to the low hundreds. Well, one of the most prominent faces in the anti-teen suicide campaign in Ireland has died of criminal cancer. Carrie teenager Donald Walsh, only 16, only 16 when he lost his long battle with cancer this past weekend. Kathleen Lynch, the Minister of State for Disability, said that Walsh had left an extraordinary legacy that had more impact than any politician could. Walsh told his fellow teens that life is precious and that it honestly angered him that otherwise perfectly healthy people his age were taking their lives while he had no choice in the matter and he had to fight every day for survival. He urged those thinking of doing something rash to reach out and find help instead. Walsh from Tralee was diagnosed with a tumour in his leg when he was 12. Even after numerous treatments, the cancer moved to his legs. He died on Sunday, surrounded by his family. His last Twitter posting on May A stated that he had defied doctors' predictions that he would not live past Christmas. He raised more than 50,000 euros for Our Lady's Hospital for Sick Children in Dublin, a place where he spent a lot of time. Well, this week in Irish history, the Troubles once again feature. May 17, 1974, four car bombs would explode in Dublin and County Monaghan, resulting in the deaths of 34 civilians and injuring more than 300. The bombings were seen as a loyalist reaction to the Sunningdale power-sharing agreement in Northern Ireland. May 15th was also an important day for the great emancipator, Daniel O'Connell. It was on that day in 1829 that he refused to take the oath of supremacy, which asked him to reject key elements of his Roman Catholic faith, as he tried to take his seat in the Westminster Parliament as the MP for County Clare. The Solicitor General moved that his seat be declared vacant and another election be held, but O'Connell was elected unopposed on July 30th of that year. Following the Catholic Relief Act of 1829, O'Connell was able to take his seat in Parliament. On May 15, 1847, O'Connell died in Genoa, Italy. 
On May 13, 1954, singer Tommy Logan is born. Though born in Melbourne, Australia, he moved to Ireland with his family at the age of three and became the most successful singer in Eurovision Song Contest history, winning the competition twice in 1984, What's Another Year, and in 1987 for Hold Me Now. He also won praise in 1992 for penning the winning song, Why Me? And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, and the rest of the gang there. So, until next week, folks, Slango Foil. The night was clear, stars were shining, the moon came up, so quiet in the sky. People gathered round And the band was a-tuning I can hear them now Playing coming through the ride You were dressed in blue And you looked so lovely Just a gentle flower For a small town boy You took my hand And we danced to the music In a single smile You became my world And we danced all night To the fiddle and the banjo Their drifting tunes Soon filled the air So long ago But I still remember When we fell in love At the Roseville Fair We courted well And we courted dearly And we'd sit for hours On the front porch chair A year went by From the time I met you And I made you mine At the Roseville Fair And we danced all night To the fiddle and the banjo Their drifting tunes Soon filled the Right, folks, that was uh, Aoife Clancy, and uh, of course from the town of Carrick and Shore, County Tipperary. She's from one of the families. She's from she the Clancy family. Bobby Clancy's daughter. Oh, got a great career of her own. So here we go now with an interview. Uh, we talked about this off the top of the show. This man is a Canadian legend, a sporting legend for sure. Rugby Canada's Al Sharon is on the line now. This man has a bio, Mark, that I was out of breath by the time I was reading it. It should be on Amazon. I think it should. I think you could sell it, actually, yeah. (laughs) He uh, is the most cap player Mm -hmm. in Canadian history, 76 caps, international caps, a great career, scored a try against New Zealand, try against uh, uh, Wales in a winning match for Canada, actually, in 1993, and uh, just an all-around legend. Even has a cup named after him in Ottawa, I believe. We'll get him on here now, and we'll have a wee bit more chat with him. Huh? I, have have one, I have one thing in common with him. You do? My weight. <laughs> That's it. Good morning, Al. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. You're, uh, you're there in the nation's capital, Ottawa. I am, yes. It's, uh, it's a beautiful day here, actually. Uh, trying to get some, uh, some work done around the house. Uh, long weekend in May, and uh, 
looking forward to the rugby games that uh, Canada is coming up uh, um, in uh, Edmonton next week. And then uh, certainly the, the big game that uh, I'm sure we're going to speak about now is the uh, game against Ireland on June 15th. Oh, we, we are indeed. We've got lots to chat about, of course. And, and uh, we're about a, a month away from that big game when, when Ireland are going to come here. We're, we're predicting that it'll be one of the biggest events for sure in, in the Irish-Canadian calendar is this big match on, on June the 15th at BMO Field in Toronto. Ireland coming to play a, a strong Canadian side. And uh, Al, you're, you're a member of that uh, elite group in, in uh, Canadian rugby history. I mean, you're, you're a legend. And, and well, that's, that's very kind of you to say. I, I don't really look upon myself as that, for sure. Um, uh, I was very fortunate to play for Canada and uh, very... Um, very lucky to play against some, uh, play beside some some players that really made me look good, and it was uh, it was an honor to play for Canada, and uh, I, I loved every moment of it, uh, and would have loved to have kept on playing, but uh, the body broke down, and uh, the the age was catching up on me. Well, we don't want to talk too much about that that hit from from that Tongan fella, but uh, <laughs> we will talk more about the certainly the glory days. I want to know what was your what was your if you have one now your favorite try was it was it against New Zealand or was it that one against Wales? Uh, well, I mean certainly the one against Wales everyone uh, remembers because it was a it was a winning game in Cardiff Farms Park. Uh, what was Cardiff Farms Park in in Cardiff? And uh, you know it was a famous win for us. Uh, no one really gave us much of a chance uh, to win, even though Wales was going through their own troubles at the time. But we didn't come over with what would be considered the first-choice side for Canada. We came over with a bunch of guys that were missing based on um, playing overseas that uh, weren't available. Some guys uh, were injured. So uh, to, to come back and, and win that, that game at, at the, the witching hour um, certainly was a, a great memory. But, again, I, I really just had to fall over the line um, it's some of the guys that you know that led up to, to giving me that chance to score was, you know, that was it was their play that really led to that. But it's it's nice to be remembered for that, and uh, certainly the guys that played in that game will never forget that one. Oh, for sure, and it's uh, it's great. You, you know, it must be good for you know to be able to look back on on things like YouTube now and be able to see uh, see all that stuff. Uh, there's there's some great footage for sure of you, and, and also throughout your whole career. I mean, just the way you talk right now, you're obviously a very humble guy, and I got the pleasure of meeting had the pleasure of meeting you a few weeks ago uh, at some of the Rugby Canada meetings, and and that's the way you come across. I mean, and it. it just shines through here. You're always praising others uh, for for your uh, great uh, great qualities. So, and you were uh, supporters' player of the year when you played over in Mosley in Bristol, and and uh, many many awards uh, throughout your your fabulous career. And now you're working with Rugby Canada, and maybe you could give us a little bit of uh, an insight into what you're up to uh, there, Al. Sure. Um, yeah. Since I retired, I've always you know, helped out with Rugby Canada in, in one capacity or another. I took on a, uh, a role last year where I was looking after alumni relations on a, on a part-time basis, and then uh, they actually came and asked me to take on a, a, a bigger role. So I'm working full-time for Rugby Canada, and I'm actually trying to raise money for the players. It's a, it's a, a program is called the NPSP, which is a National Player Support Program, and uh, we're looking for uh, for people to come out and support our players because. Uh, as most people know, uh, our Canadian athletes aren't looked after all that well. Um, they're, they're looked after to a certain point, but it's below the cost of living, really, what the, the funding they get. And it's even worse, actually, now, because even though the Sevens program is fantastic for us, all our carding money that used to be spread out amongst um, our players is now directed just to our Sevens players. So our Type 5 players aren't um, uh, receiving anything. So... We obviously need to, to make sure that they're looked after properly so that they can get the proper training in, uh, you know, get fed properly. Otherwise, you know, the, the backs who do play um, sevens and fifteens, they're never going to see the ball in fifteens if we don't look after our, our tight fives. So um, raising money by hoping uh, Canadian supporters would come, come, come back and, and help out Canada and make sure that we, uh, we get our players playing at, the, at their potential and hopefully leads to wins for Canada. Well, that's, uh, yeah, for sure. It's very important, and hopefully uh, some of our listeners uh, would, would be able to contribute to that. And, and uh, it's, uh, it's very important that uh, we support our, our athletes here in, in Canada, for sure. Um, now, the last time Ireland came here was in the year 2000, 
and we played up at uh, Fletcher's Field. Right. And that was uh, was a very good game for... Uh, I'm sure for, Al was there, though, right? Well, well, you know, there was a young fella. And it ties in nicely. I, I'm sure you... Because you, you're up on everything rugby, right? So Ronan O'Gara retired. Uh, I don't know if you know that or not, but he's he's off to actually racing Metro now. And he's, oh, he's, okay. he's nice. going to be their kicking coach. Oh, right. He's uh, and uh, Ronan Gara played a, a very important role in that game at Fletcher's Field. He was he was only a young fella, and he came on and he he, he tied the game in the in the last few mm. minutes. Uh, huh? okay. Now Al, much to the chagrin of Canada. It much to the chagrin. Of, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now and and Al, you were missing that day, weren't you? Yeah, you know what? Um, <laughs> I have Irish uh, heritage on my mother's side, and uh, I love playing against um, Ireland. I, I love everything to do. Um, with Ireland, I mean, if you saw my house on St. Paddy's Day and if you saw my house on a, a day-to-day basis, it's it's uh, it's decorated quite well, Irish uh, with Irish um, memorabilia everywhere. Um, so it, it hurts me to say that I didn't play in that game in 2000, and uh, and the reason was it was a, a somewhat good one. Um, it was my uh, good friend of mine who was the best man at my wedding. It was his wedding, and um, normally I would use rugby as an excuse to get out of the wedding, but. Um, <laughs> This, the, the Ireland game actually came in the fixture uh, list uh, rather late, so uh, normally I would say Canada takes precedence, but uh, um, I had already accepted to go in his wedding party before this fixture came about. So, uh, you know, it hurt me not to play against Ireland. I was looking, I was getting updates as the game was going on. I was happy to, to see we got a somewhat favorable result in the tie, though uh, I think it should have been a, a win based on all reports. But uh, it did hurt very much to, to not play in that game. Um, and actually, my first cap was meant to be against Ireland uh, back in 1989 when they toured uh, Canada, and it was, the game was out in Victoria. And again, um, it was, uh, I hurt my ankle the week before, and I couldn't play against them. So two games uh, against Ireland here on home soil would have meant the world to me to play against them and uh, never got the chance. Wow. Well, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it. Uh, I suppose you have a lot of Cade Mila Falcha signs all around that house. That's great. <laughs> good, good to hear, Al. Good to hear for sure. And uh, any predictions on this big game, June fifteenth, that we have uh, here in Toronto? Well, of course, a Canadian victory, but um, I don't think that's what you want to hear, or your, your most of your listeners <laughs> want to hear. But that's, that's all right. I, We're I all living here in a, this great a country. Game. I mean, um, Ireland's coming over with a, a young squad. They're missing some of their Lions players, obviously. Um, they have an interim coach uh, at this point, but a lot of the guys are coming over are young up-and-coming guys, and that's probably generally the most dangerous uh, team to play against. Uh, they want to make an impression on the on the, the coach, uh, the coaches, and the selectors uh, with uh, you know the retirement of, of some players, and uh, you know these are these are the tours that uh, are, are are quite uh, dangerous for for Canada um, with these young guys coming uh, looking to uh, make a name for themselves, but. Same time, um, uh, Canada Canada is looking forward to the challenge. Uh, it's going to be a, a great game at BMO. I mean, I, I think this will be the um, uh, you know by by all reports, it's going to be the most attended game ever for a Canadian team on Canadian soil. Uh, we're hoping to get you know 20 to 22,000 there, and um, it's going to be uh, a, a great event. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and again, it's going to be. Uh, uh, another one where I'm not going to get a chance to play in, but uh, hopefully uh, take a part um, off the field. And uh, it's going to be uh, a real uh, party atmosphere. And I'm not sure if uh, a lot of your listeners have had, have had a chance to go to BMO and, and either see soccer or, or rugby game. But I've been to the last two games at BMO. They do a great job. It's a professional setup. It's a little. It's a lot better than you know some of the other venues that we've had in Canada in, in, in past years. So, uh, like I said, a professional setup. And uh, we're looking forward to the, the challenge of, uh, of playing Ireland and, uh, and enjoying the atmosphere that uh, both the Canadian and the Irish supporters bring. That's uh, well said, Al. And uh, I think that will be your spot on. It'll be a great atmosphere no matter what down at, that, uh, at BMO Field. And I've been down myself to see Canada against uh, USA. And it is a great location. It's uh, nice and tight in there. And if we get 22,000 people down there, it'll be an absolutely fantastic day. Uh, listen, thanks a million for joining us on the show today. My, uh, uh, my pleasure, guys. It's been uh, great having you on. And uh, we might even get a chance to chat to you or maybe a couple more of the players uh, before uh, the big game. That's I would enjoy great. that very much. And uh, just please let your, your listeners know that uh, you know this is a great chance to come watch uh, the, the Irish national rugby team play at, at a relatively cheap price 
I don't think you can get uh, tickets. I think that with surcharges and taxes, uh, the, the cheapest ticket comes in at $28. I mean, I don't yeah. think uh, you, you come close. You might you might get something outside of the stadium to, to watch that Ireland in, in Dublin. So it's a, it's a great occasion uh, to, to watch Ireland play. And uh, unfortunately, it's going to be uh, in an uh, Ireland loss. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, We might have to have a wager on that one, Al. Fair enough. Let's do that. Okay. All right, Al. All right. Listen, enjoy the long weekend, and thanks a million. Take care, guys. Cheers. All the best. Bye. Good luck. team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. You can't beat the Irish, and you can't beat a bit of home when looking for quality Irish goods. For over 10 years, our massive selection, convenience, and service have made a bit of home the choice for shoppers across Canada and the USA seeking Irish quality and uniqueness. But don't just take our word for it. Drop into our store at the Topkin Shopping Centre at the corner of Rathburn Road and Tompkin in Mississauga. We're open Tuesday through Sunday for your convenience. If surfing the net is your thing, visit our online store open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at abitofhome.ca. Celebrating 10 years of quality and uniqueness, a bit of home purveyors of Irish and British goods. All right, and a quick note here. 
from our sponsors at the Galway Arms, our friends at the Galway Arms, for all of your Gaelic games entertainment and, uh, right down there on Queensway, just a little bit east of Islington Avenue. And Michael sent me some solid games coming up at the Galway Arms here, Ken. Um, tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, we've got um, Ulster Football Championship, Cabin versus Armagh. That should be a decent tilt. And then as the uh, Saw Doctors would say at 11 o'clock, will Galway bait Mayo? Galway are playing Mayo tomorrow at 11 o'clock and that should be a great game actually. it uh, be very interesting to see what the Mayo form looks like coming out of the league. And then actually at 4.30pm, something interesting, the Sunday game with GAA highlights, but go to galwayarms.ca for all of your information. And what a great segue into Gaelic games because on the line here now is uh, Leanne, from Good the morning, uh, Mark. How, how are you, you doing? doing? You're up in Montreal at the Nine Aside tournament there. We sure are, yes. We're here and there is about I think twenty teams here, so we're having a great day and there's fabulous sunshine. So the GA is well underway. Wonderful, wonderful. Not, how many? Twenty teams? I think there's nearly twenty teams. We've got teams from Quebec, um, Halifax, Ottawa, wow. quite a few up from uh, from Toronto as well. So it's a great turnout here today. Wonderful. How's the fundraising going? It's going really well, actually. Yes, we've got our second one to draw ready to, to do here now. So, yeah, we're doing really well. We're, um, we've had a quiz and we've had a night out, but we're also putting together a commemoration book list just to mark oh. the occasion. So um, we'll hopefully be putting lots of advertising in that. In that so Wonderful. Well, Leanne, why don't you go ahead there and announce the winner of the second draw there? Perfect. And we'll, we'll... Um, I have John Malloy here, the vice president of the Toronto board, and he's going to pull the ticket for me. So, John? Don't let him pull it out of his pocket. He's a bit dodgy, that fella. <laughs> so John has a ticket for me, and it is Elaine Griffin. So thank you very much, Elaine. She, I will give her $1,000. Elaine nice Griffin, one. just like that, $1,000. $1,000. Well done, Elaine. Great. All right. Leanne, great job. Best of luck in the tournament. Any dandelions on the field there? There is there's a few all right. I but, uh, knew it. We'll, we'll, kick the, we'll kick them away for the day. All right. What, okay. what time's your first game? Uh, we, uh, it's actually currently going on. I should be oh, on the pitch. Get out there. Get <laughs> back out there, quick. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Max. See you All later. right, good luck. All right, thanks, okay, Leanne. Bye, 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 oh, that's wonderful. All right. Good stuff. Well, uh, the, the song we heard uh, before all this was Ryan's Fancy, the Ryans and the Pitmans, and now we're ready to go into another song from a band that used to be playing around this town, Tip Splinter and Johnny from Hazel Green. Just like a giant. 
Well, folks, international rugby is coming to Toronto Saturday, June the 15th at BMO Field. There's an official pre-party from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at BMO Field, and the kickoff is at 8 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at ticketmaster.ca. You can also join the Canadian and Irish teams for the Men of the Match dinner on Thursday, June 13th at the Arcadian Court. And tickets for that event can be purchased at events dot rugby canada dot ca tickets are two hundred and fifty dollars per person or you can buy a table of eight for eighteen hundred dollars and you'll have two of the players at your table wow that would be good that's a pretty good event isn't it yeah <clears throat> lots of uh, lots of great things happening did, in the community did you uh, did mcdowell win do you know yet he did he won he's into the semi-finals he uh beat nicholas colsarts the last year's champion who mm-hmm. beat mcdowell actually in the final yeah, he, he beat him two well, and one yeah. so well done and a big congratulations to carlo they just beat beat london uh here now <laughs> <laughs> 107 to seven points that leash game start yet uh, no, you're not on for another couple of hours. Mm, Seven it. o'clock back home for uh, for that game in Port Leash, in case anyone's back there listening. Oh, well, I got down to that from, game. There's a fella from Antrim listening. I just got a text from uh, Mo Goldring there, and he's just, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's feeling bullish about Antrim's chances. Ah, yes. Anyway, we'll move yeah, on with a bit of music here, will we? We will. We're going now. So you know, I just got back, of course, from Europe, yeah. and I thought I'd play this one now for my my Dutch relatives over there. We had a great holiday with them, and I spent a bit of time in Holland in Outwijk. I hope I'm pronouncing Ooh. that right, yeah. Lovely sure, little sure town. I wouldn't know if you were or not. Uh, I know you wouldn't, but they will. They're listening <laughs> in today. We have new listeners in Holland now. Oh. Dennis and Tara over there, and uh, they're three lovely children, Devin, Peyton, and Connor. And we're going to play a little song that I found here from the Dubliners called Lowlands of Holland. Oh. When that I was married and in my marriage bed there came a bold sea captain And he stood at my bedhead Saying, arise, arise, young wedded man And come along with me To the lowlands, oh, Holland For to fight the enemy Now Holland is a lovely land And there grows fine rain It is a place of residence For soldiers to remain Now the sugar cane grows plentiful The tea grows on each tree I only had the one to love And now he's gone far away from me Said the mother to her Great stuff. All right, folks. Well, we're going to move on here now with our Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And I'm telling you, May and June are shaping up to be just about as busy as the month of March. Sunday, the 26th of May, the Irish Clan Club of Barry and Innisfil Annual Heritage Day is on in Innisfil, Ontario. For a fun afternoon of Irish and Scottish music, dancers and vendors, please give uh, a call to Renee Hall. And that's at 705 431 10 
on May the 27th from 6pm to 9pm at Quinn's. There's the New Arrivals Networking Night, and that's in partnership with the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce. Please give Cathy Murphy a call for more information on that event. And in fact, we might even have Cathy on the show next week. The Ireland Fund of Canada Day at the Races is on Friday, May the 31st at Woodbine Racetrack. There's a trackside tent. Lunch is at 12 p.m. The first race is at 1 p.m. Tickets are $125 and proceeds will benefit Celtic Studies Programme of UFT. Event not to be missed and I'm told we're promised great weather for it. The Bloor West Village Art Show is on on Friday, May the 31st from 6 to 9 p.m. And on Saturday and Sunday, June 1st and 2nd from 11 to 5 p.m. Our very own Ed O'Connor will have his art there and would like everyone to come out and enjoy a few days on Bloor West. His site will be at 175 St. John's Road. Give Ed a call at 416-604-4860 for more details. The Toronto Irish Set Dancing Club will hold a real blast Irish Set Dancing Weekend featuring Pat Murphy from Ireland. The weekend includes three free Cayley dances, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, plus two workshops Saturday and Sunday. And as if that wasn't enough, there'll be Irish music session on Saturdays at lunchtime. So everyone, please bring out your instruments. On Friday, May the 31st, it's the Welcome Cayley from 8 to 12. Music is by Inish Owen. On June the 1st, it's a set dance and workshop from 10 to 12.30. And from 2 to 4.30, music is by Celtic Crew. On June the 2nd, the workshop is from 1.30 to 2.30. And then there's a farewell Cayley from 2.30 to 5.30. And the music is by Cabbage Town Cayley Band. For more information, give them a, an email at realblast at yahoo.ca. That's R-E-E-L, blast at yahoo.ca. Or go to their website, set dash dance dot ca june 7th to 9th the toronto irish language group are having their sixth annual irish immersion weekend in keswick classes are from beginners to fluent the cost is 200 dollars, and that includes overnight accommodation and your meals on saturday june the 8th from 4 p.m the canadian celtic arts association invites you to the gaelic in whiskey a talk by David Livingston Lowe, Gaelic instructor with the Celtic Studies on the history of uh, the history and making of whisky and Gaelic terminology associated with Scotland and Ireland's national beverage. A variety of whiskies will be available for sampling at the Caledonia Pub, 856 College Street, and that's at Ossington. Now, this is important, folks. Tickets are $35, but they must be purchased in advance by May 31st, as seating is limited. You can email celtic.studies at utoronto.ca or give Jean a call at 416-926-7145. Saturday, June the 8th at 8 p.m., the Cork Association will be holding its annual pub night to celebrate their win for the best float in this year's St. Patrick's Day Parade, the Corkinator. This will be held at the Galway Arms. Entertainment is by Tom O'Donoghue, with an open mic for anyone who wants to show off their talent. And we all know the Cork folks have plenty of talent, so I'm sure that mic will be a busy one. The admission is only $10. There'll be plenty of food and prizes, and of course, lots of crack. For more information, or you can give uh, John Cawley a call at 647-285-0866. And of course you heard Al Sharon on the show earlier today talking about the big match coming up June the 15th, Ireland versus Canada, BMO Field, 8pm. Tickets can be got at tickermaster.ca. Let's get out there, folks, and fill BMO Field. Then on that evening as well, the Westmeath Canadian Association will be holding a pub night at the Galway Arms on Saturday. That's June the 15th at 8pm. Entertainment will be by Michael Kelly. Door prizes and raffles. And so come on out and join the folks for uh, music and a bit of crack. You can contact Chris Gaffney at 416-226-9259. And finally, the... Ireland, Canada, Chamber of Commerce, 20th annual golf tournament. I know things are filling up there, folks, so please give them a call at 416-621-7373 to book your spot. That's the Brian Dolan Memorial at Nobleton Lakes. It's always a great day out. And again, I'm promised uh, we're going to have great weather on that day. For more information, go to Guinness Community Calendar of Events at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. 
very good. But have you the outfit picked out for the golf tournament yet? I do. You, you yep. always win. I'm going to challenge you this year. I, I hope so. Yeah, I got. I need uh, a good challenger. Mike Mundy challenged me one year, but uh, I should really uh, sure, you know, what not are you even at the do? races. Hey, uh, I know. I just want to go back to Guinness. Um, yes, please. Have you tried the black lager yet? I have not. They have launched the black lager. It's all over the television, and it's delightful. And Is I it? know my beer. You do yeah. indeed. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, can, I give it a give and we it a can shot. get a pint of that now at our, all our local establishments, can we? I'm not sure actually what the distribution is. I would imagine with the mass marketing that's going on that uh, that it would be the case. But um, I um, I tasted it. It's yeah. very good. Oh, very good, good stuff. Well, I look forward to having a pint of that. Maybe even after the show. Wonderful, wonderful. Bit of music. Um, well, we have um, um, Tony DeMarco here. Who's yeah. that fella? Ah, uh, now you see. I knew you'd ask that, yeah. and I wasn't even going to mention about it but he's um, this CD was handed to me uh, by Smitty and uh, Eddie Brett yeah they met Tony down at the uh, Kyoltus mm-hmm. Sligo yeah can you imagine with a name like Tony DeMarco huh <laughs> Sligo Indians and the reason I picked out this track was the Mullingar races because you see of course the Ireland Fund of Canada are having their big day at the race so I thought it was a kind of a nice fit you know a tie-in you know is this our last tune of the day, or are we coming might back? Be. We might even come back for one more. You never know. All See right, how long okay. Tony plays his fiddle for. We should tell everyone, too, that uh, we don't have Alex in the studio today. We have a fellow called Andy that's helping us out here. Right, and he's absolutely him. playing a stormer here. So, Andy, thank you very much for helping us out today. You're doing a great job. Super job, indeed. And, oh, and next week, in case we don't get a chance to come back, next week, well, the we Big Request Show. We won't be coming show. back now. Let's, let's fill it. All what, right. What? The Big Request Show. The Big Request Show. I yeah. got... 13 requests this oh week. Just we'll so we won't be able to play them all. Folks, if you want to get a request in, yeah. send an email to ken at saturdayirishradio.com or mark at saturdayirishradio.com. Request the song. And now, you know, we'll have to try and fill it in. Maybe, you know, those who are, are picking the same kind of track or something, if you've already 13 requests. So, you know, what's interesting is uh, our podcasts. Yeah. People listening to the podcasts. Because yeah. two of the requests were from overseas. One was from a, a fella I went to school with in County Meath. Oh, and another was from a friend of mine in London, London, England. Wow. And also got one from an Irish fellow who lives in Aurelia. Got one from a fellow in Kingston. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you one it's thing. It's far now, reaching this far thing. Far reaching now. Yeah. Of yeah. course, all of our shows can be got at our website. Yeah. On the podcast piece and the old iTunes. Fair play to Apple. Listen to them, huh? listen to them anytime you want. Anytime, anywhere. And uh, I just want to thank um, Aaron Horgan has just, I get it real time, Aaron Horgan has just sponsored me for $50, my right to conquer cancer. So, you know, I know she's listening for sure. That's great. But um, I'm, now I'm only $200 shy. I think I'm $250 shy in my target. So oh. I'd love if a couple more listeners would go You're in good there. good at the math. Uh, not great. <laughs> the sums. The sums. The sums. So, yeah. Um, Right, well, uh, I suppose, yeah, we'll have to do a bit of training for this bike ride, will we? 200 kilometres, we'll my go, God We'll almighty. do 60k on, uh, you and I are going to meet on Monday morning, we're going to do 60 kilometres. Right. You do 30 and I'll do 30. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a fair deal, I'll do the first part. All right, okay. And you bring it home. All right, listen, we'll uh, we'll throw it out here. Tony DeMarco and the Mullingar races. Folks, Slán, and we'll uh, chat to you next week. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a happy long weekend. Thank you.
Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is 